Welcome to another episode of Maximum Speed. Yes, we have a new name for the motorsports show, but I like this one a whole lot better. We got a lot of news to cover in this one, so make sure you're paying attention. Well, we have some Supercross news to give you, and it is from rounds two and three. By the way, both rounds happening at Houston Texans Stadium, Energy Stadium. News to know, uh, it was the 250 East for rounds two and three. The 250 West riders have not ridden in any events yet. Just wanted to make that very clear before we get into this. So round two results, it was on a Tuesday. That's been a brand new thing this year, by the way. Uh, to get 17 weeks in, they had to start making Tuesday runs. So the Tuesdays, 250 Heat 1 winner, Michael Mosman of Red Bull Gas Gas Racing. And then the 250 Heat number 2 winner, Jet Lawrence, Team Honda's number 18. So before we get any further, just a recap, as I will every single week. It begins with the 250s. There are two heats, heat one, heat two. They will then have a last chance qualifier. Then the main event is the big show. That's where you get the most points. That's where you get the wins. You also have the 450. Now, these are based on motorcycle engine size. So 450s, a little bit bigger engines, faster, uh, well, heavier bikes, rather. Same thing, 450, heat one, heat two, then the main event. We skipped the last chance qualifiers because usually they mean absolutely nothing really to the end of the event. So just to recap, Heat 1, Gas Cast Racing's number 42, Michael Mosman. Heat 2 went to Team Honda's Jet Lawrence, the rider of the number 18. Here is the podium from Tuesday. In third place, who would be the bronze medal in the Olympics, Star Racing Yamaha's number 29, Christian Craig. Second place, Monster Energy Star Racing, Yamaha's number 64, Colt Nichols. And in first, Team Honda's number 18 of Jet Lawrence. So, congratulations to Jet on winning the main event for round two. For the 450 side of things, it began with Team Honda's number 23, Chase Sexton, getting a victory and Gas Gas Racing's number 51, Justin Barsha, the man who's in first place, by the way, at the time, due to winning, really, round number one for the third year in a row, he would be in first place in the number 51 bike. Well, the main event had Honda's number 10, Justin Brayton, Monster Energy Star Racing, Yamaha's number 14, Dylan Ferrandis. Rookie was in second and the returning champion. He struggled week one, finishing, I believe, in sixth. It's the number one of Eli Tomac. So, at the end of all this, Eli Tomac gets the redemption. He would win round two, 450, made event number two. We now move to round three, yet another Saturday event, Saturday the 23rd of January. It began with Team Honda's number 18, Jet Lawrence, winning heat number one. And the number 29, of Christian Craig, winning heat number two for the 250 East class. And honestly, 
Jet Lawrence, he's been pretty good throughout the season. He would get third place. Second place was Christian Craig. And this man, Monster Energy Star Racing number 64, Colt Nichols, winning the main event. At such a young age, by the way, I tell you what, uh, he, I think, is going to be a force in the future. He's been dominant as of late. Well, we move to the 450 side of things again. Ken Roxon, he's always someone who's a contender up to really the end of the season. He would win this one in the number 94 for heat number one. Heat number two went to Adam Cincerulo in the Monster Energy Kawasaki number nine. With that, it was an exciting main event and an even more exciting final lap. Third place went to Monster Energy Kawasaki's number nine of Adam Cincerulo. In second, it was... Honda's number 94 of Ken Roxon. So, who would be in first place? It was by 468 one thousandths of a second. It was K-Team Red Bull's number two, Cooper Webb. And uh, I saw him at the end of last season. If he can keep winning, it's easier said than done. But if he does what he did at the end of the season last year, he will be the champion at the end of this. So, Cooper Webb, number two. Wins round number three at Houston. Current points leaders, 250 East side of things. Monster Energy Star Racing, Yamaha's number 64, Colt Nichols. For the 450 side of things, it's Ken Roxon. And with that, Monster Energy Supercross rounds four through six will be at Lucasville Stadium starting next Saturday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's the latest of the Daytona 500 lineup. Just about 20 days away is the Daytona 500. Now, this year's Daytona 500 will have some surprising entrants that, frankly, if you would have told me they would be in it, I would have said you're crazy. One of them, the 1990 winner, Derek Cope, driving the number 15 Rick Ware racing car. We also have the number 77 Spire Motorsports car, driven by Jamie McMurray, the 2010 winner, most famous, I know, uh, as a young as a youngin, <laughs> I knew him because he was the McDonald's guy. So those drivers confirmed to have a spot. There were 36 total spots taken. Four are left. So here are some drivers that will have to race into the 500. The Xfinity driver, Noah Gregson, drives the number 62 Beard Motorsports Chevy. And that is Beard, not Beard. It's a D. Ty Dillon, uh, most famous for driving, the, in my opinion, the number 13 Geico Gecko car. He won't be able to drive for them this year. That team shuts down. So, Gaunt Brothers Racing, the number 96 Toyota, will take Ty Dillon. By the way, Penske, number 33. We have Austin Sindrick in that Chevy. And then finally, Kaz Grala, number 16 Colic Racing car. By the way, Kaz, uh, or Kaz, I always say his name wrong. I even searched it and still said it wrong. I apologize if I did. He won a couple of truck races at Daytona, and oh, by the way, he finished ninth place on the road course. If anyone was to be a surprise top 10, it would be the number 16 Colic Racing driver. With that, there is your Daytona 500 lineup uh, update. And now, a message from Anchor. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. 
it's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, what the heck is going on with NBCSN? Well, ladies and gentlemen, for those who do not know, NBCSN is where NASCAR, IndyCar, IMSA, Monster Jam, Supercross, Hockey, and more all have games on there. Well, it will be shutting down by the end of the year. So what does that mean? Some events will be shifted to the USA Network, available in, I, I saw Eric Eastrep, Eastrep, or Eastrep, I, I never know his name. Eric uh, said something on a YouTube video. I don't have the stats in front of me. He said something like 90 million households get USA Network compared to like the 79 million that got uh, NBCSN. So you have a great chance of seeing USA Network uh, if you already don't have it. It's in a basic cable package, I believe. Uh, WWE is the ones who are usually on USA Network. That's how I knew it. Other races and stuff will be on Peacock Premium. IndyCar going to have all their races on Peacock Premium, as well as uh, main NBC and NBCSN. But the future is Peacock Premium for IndyCar. $5, I believe, is all you have to pay for that one. This is a developing story. We will get more updates throughout the year. Imagine being in Daytona Beach, Florida for 24 hours. That's what all the Rolex 24 hours of Daytona drivers will have to deal with. It's the IMSA Rolex 24 hours of Daytona. There are a total of five classes there. Now, let me explain this for those who don't understand IMSA or endurance racing as a whole. There are classes of drivers and vehicles, rather, not drivers, all competing at the same time on the same track. It is the equivalent of, let's say, Indy cars and NASCARs and Formula One cars all racing together at the same time on the same track. The five classes, the Daytona Prototype Internationals, the DPIs, the LMP2s are the Le Mans Prototype 2s. They also have the Le Mans Prototype 3s. The GT Le Mans and the Daytona GT Daytona cars. So it's DPI, LMP2, LMP3, GTLM, GTD. Those are the abbreviations of kind of dry of the cars just because those are way easier to say. There are a total of seven Daytona prototype cars. Ten. Le Mans Prototype 2 cars, 7 Le Mans Prototype 3 cars, 6 GT Le Mans cars, and 19 GT Daytona cars, all competing for 24 hours on Daytona. Now, here are some drivers that I know you will recognize if you've watched IndyCar or NASCAR in the last five years. There is, for the DPI, huge number of names you should know. Scott Dixon, you know him as IndyCar. Defending champion, Sebastian Bourdais, by the way. He's an IndyCar driver. So is Alexander Rossi. Halio Castroneves, really a former Team Penske driver. Now he works for a split's time with Meyershank Racing and will also be on the SRX series. Chase Elliott, the bandwagon fan favorite Chase Elliott. He will be on a DPI car. 
as will Jimmy Johnson and the ally. I think it's an Acura car, though I could be wrong there, or it's a Cadillac, not sure. But it's the number 48 ally car with Jimmy Johnson and Simon Paginot. Finally, Juan Pablo Montoya and AJ Allmendinger are just some of the DPI drivers you will recognize. So if you needed to add an incentive, you can watch them. If any of those DPI drivers aren't a reason for you to want to watch, maybe you'll like the Lamar Prototype 2 or 3 drivers. For Lamar Prototype 2, there's Cody Ware, Renus VK of IndyCar, Austin Dillon of NASCAR. We also have, for the Lamar Prototype 3s, Spencer Pickett of IndyCar and Oliver Askew of IndyCar as well. Finally, for the GTD, uh, the Daytona cars, GT Daytonas, rather. They got former IndyCar driver Zach Feach. Townsend Bell. You know him as an IndyCar analyst. He is also a former driver. J.R. Hildenbrand and Ed Jones, two former Indy 500 drivers as well. By the way, Ed Jones, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he got third place just a few years ago. So he, he's a good guy. I would expect to see him possibly uh, be one of those to help win the GTD uh, portion. Because, again... NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, all competing at once. Everyone is competing to try to get the top three. But if you don't get in the top three, then you got to at least try to beat your competitors in your specific class. We will give all those results and more next week. New IndyCar team alert exclusively right now for the 500. It is Peretta Autosports. It is going to be a female-based team trying to get a diversity in the IndyCar uh, workspace, as you may not have remembered. Uh, for the 2020 Indy 500, no female driver. Uh, this basically female-represented team is owned by Beth Peretta. This driver, Simona Di Silvestro. It's basically the fifth Penske car, just not under Penske's name. I'm intrigued. You know, Simona, former driver. Uh, she could surprise some people. She's. I'm not calling her as a favorite to win the 500 at all. It's not uh, a sexism thing. It's just she's uh, really better on the road course. Uh, David Land on YouTube kind of had a great point. that He was like, you know what? She's good on road courses. It'll be interesting to see how good she is on ovals because she's been really... Uh, racing in other forms of motorsports, not IndyCar related. So it'll be interesting to see Peretta Autosports. I'm proud of them, though. Uh, congratulations, getting a uh, basically all-female team. Uh, good for you. Well, here we go. We've made it to the end of yet another edition of Maximum Speed. Here are some things to know. Monster Jam, by the way, going to be at NRG Stadium, January 30th and January 31st. Here is the lineup. I didn't tell everyone that yet, but here we go. Jim Kohler, the two-time world champion, will be driving that 1957 Green Bell Air. Bakugan Dragonoid, driven by Son of an Igorous driver Ryan Anderson. Again, uh, I've heard a lot of controversy about this. Here's why they do it. They needed someone to pilot Bakugan Dragonoid. They wanted to have Kristen and Gravedigger. Bakugan's popular. They wanted to have Ryan competing in stadiums, so they put him in Bakugan. No problem there. Well, Black Pearl, by the way, is an independent truck. That means that the 
it's not owned by a certain company uh, like Feld. Colvinard is an amputee who actually works on that one. So it's Colvinard Black Pearl. The aforementioned Gravedigger will be driven by Kristen Anderson. Great Cliffs Mohawk Warrior. The truck with the Mohawk. The Escalade there. It's Bryce Kenny behind the wheel. Tom Mentz, the 12-time world champion now, is behind the wheel of Max D. Megalodon is driven by Adam Anderson. The Shark Monster Truck. Adam, Ryan, Kristen, all the sons and daughter of the legend himself, Dennis Anderson. We have the Monster Energy SUV driven by Tampa Duke, two-time champion. Jamie Garner from Portville, Indiana, behind the wheel of Overboard. Corey Rummel. He had a great, great 2020 season uh, when he was behind the wheel of Megalodon. I expect to see him as a dark horse uh, when he drives his actual truck, Rage. The World Freestyle Champion of World Finals 20. It was a controversial finish, but Lindsey Reed is behind the wheel of Scooby-Doo. And then we have Bari Musauer behind the wheel of Zombie. Gates open at 6 p.m. Central Time on Saturday the 30th. Event starts at 7 on the 31st. It's at 2 p.m. for gate opening, 3 p.m. for start time. Tickets available, monsterjam.com. Uh, there will be a pit party, by the way. It will be safe. You are basically caged animals, are the drivers. Uh, you're going to be in a line, separated, social distancing, of course. Uh, they'll give pre-signed stuff, but uh, they have little microphone packs on. And uh, that's how you'll be able to talk to them, talking to a microphone. So, uh, hey, I'm just happy we got monster trucks. There is the Monster Jam Stadium Tour beginning in Houston, January 30th, 31st. And uh, for two other weekends in a row. Well, we have done it. We have made it to the end of yet another exciting edition of Maximum Speed. Hey, by the way, Monster Jam, as we said, at Energy Stadium, we have another upcoming race. Monster Energy Supercross rounds four through six will be at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, January 30th, February 2nd, February 6th are the dates. You can get them at Supercross, uh, Supercross's website. And then finally, here's the big one, the 24 hours of Daytona. Coverage from about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday the 30th through 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday the 31st via uh, really NBCSN, NBC, NBC app, Track Pass, or IMSA TV for international viewers. There's a whole lot more. Honestly, the easiest thing to do is just check your local listings if you want to watch the 24 hours of Daytona. I won't watch all 24 hours. I'm not gonna lie. I I've never I cannot stay up 24 hours. Uh, I, I I just cannot do that because I will actually be working Saturday, really starting at 4:30 and uh, till nine, announcing some uh, basketball, which will be fun. But that doesn't really matter. Here's what does. You need to add Max G Sports on Twitter. Show updates and more. That is capital M A X, capital G, capital S P O R T S. You can email the show, maximum volume podcast at gmail.com. That's in the description. Show updates uh, if you want to sponsor or if you want to be on the show, go there. You can leave a voice message via Anchor to be on the show. Once again, that's in the description. And then finally, you got to follow Maximum Volume wherever you can get this podcast at. 
Uh, sites I know you can get it at include Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and Pocket Casts. With that, you need to stay safe, support your local businesses, and keep an eye out for the very next episode of Maximum Speed.